This is Dropping Hints. I'm Alex. I'm Silas. In this podcast, you'll catch a glimpse of our everyday conversations. This is what the people are here for. No, they're not. I Leave a comment if this is what you're here for. <laughs> this is what you've been training for, Rocky. This is why you're here. I am telling you, this is what the people want. They're not here for this. They're here for wit. I They're so, here for this is timing. So witty. I so fu- look at how this is just you banter. This is a rant. We are going on a rant today. There's the title of the episode. We are going on a rant and we're talking all about being prepared or being unprepared. So let me ask you again, Sasha, how do you feel about being prepared or being unprepared for situations that may arise in interviews, particularly at jobs where you don't know what kind of questions they're going to ask you? What is your uh, method for response? Just give me an answer. What is your method for responding? I just think of something. Whatever I can think of first. You just lie. No, it's not a lie. <laughs> I is... tell the truth. I know. Okay, I know In what my you mean. interviews. I just want you to elaborate but on that. I just think, okay, how can I say something that makes sense for one thing, is short for the second thing, and... <laughs> Lands on a good note for the third You've day. You gotta be able to land the plane. Those three things, just what are you? Yoda? One, two, three. <laughs> Yelled up his thumb and his index and his middle finger. No, that was that's perfectly normal, actually. This is how I count in other news. Yeah, I I don't do so this. I do like this. Interesting. I never noticed that. I never really thought about tangent. Tangent. What we're talking about here. Anyway, is... I answered your question how I would answer a question that came at me. I I like to do bullet points. You're just like a, a re- that's good. So I did, okay, three bullet points. And this was just muscle memory. I wasn't even noticing. Or brain memory. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> Neural transmitters. I, I gave three things. I was like, something that makes sense, something that's short and concise, and something that ends on a good note. Boom, one, two, three. And that was my answer. And you come away from that thinking, huh, that made sense. That answered my question. It was nice and short and landed on a good note. I know I can now direct the conversation where I wanted to go. It was like an informative speech. So, And it wasn't lying, but you're just sometimes you need to include a few extra words, I think, to get to your point sometimes. Not, I, you, not you specifically. I just mean people in general. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I don't like to be long-winded. I really appreciate short answers. I appreciate brevity. giving short responses. Yes, brevity. Brevity. I appreciate that because it's like, tell me what you know, and I'll tell you what I know, and then we'll go on and we'll find a solution because that's my job pretty much. Oh, that's good. I yeah, I like to, but I find myself. Say that you say, oh, like you don't know what I do for a living. Where are we again? Who whose house is this? Yeah, I I realize that I'm still <laughs> dependent 
on my parents. <clears throat> oh, anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to know what I do? Because I have no idea. I just like to make things up on the fly. And as a result of that, I end up kind of being long-winded sometimes. I remember one of these times I was in an interview and uh, the lady asked me and she was like, okay, uh, when was a time that you, or, you know, some something along the lines, some corporate speak a little bit, something along the lines of when was a time that you had to like think outside the box to solve a problem? And for some reason, my mind immediately went to a story from Mexico involving a bike lock, a hacksaw, and... <laughs> me <laughs> and a mop there was a mop involved as well uh i had to buy the mop the point is i didn't say all that but i did talk about um you know some way that i solved the problem and it was a long-winded thing and i kind of landed on a, a good nice point but i had to really like wrap up the bow super nicely you know we were kind of dealing with like nine square feet of wrapping paper and a gift that was about the size of uh, a matchbox. And so I had to wrap all that up. <laughs> and my the sub substance wise, my answer was about the size of a matchbox, but I used enough words to cover the nine square feet of wrapping paper that I had. If you'll notice, if you go back 45 seconds, I'm probably starting my rant, and not the first rant, I'm probably starting my deal about that and I'm just now coming to the conclusion that all I really have to do is speak with confidence and use some you know maybe some nice little uh, charming words and like a little bit of a like smirk when here and there in the beginning we are going on a rant today <laughs> like I said nice little attention grabbers it's all about context obviously if I'm in a uh, you know professional <laughs> professional the the meme of the you know the weird stonks guy <laughs> professional yeah. if i'm like uh in a in a professional setting i'm not gonna do that but if i'm in a setting where it's like hey i can speak my mind i can be open here not that i can't do that in a professional setting but i might not always <laughs> to an extent <laughs> to an extent depends <laughs> upon the situation so all that to say i like to just kind of you know I'm prepared to just wing things on the fly and just be completely candid and honest with people if I don't. I remember like one time on a test. Um, you can just keep going on. One this. time on a chemistry. <laughs> one no. One time on a calculus. This is where I'll end. This is where I'll end. You're, this, just, you're this proving where your close. point. <laughs> one time on a on a calculus test, my professor said, "Evaluate this integral or something like that." And I literally just I looked at it and I just wrote down I forgot what the integral of tangent is, and then I moved to the next question because. It was integral to know what the integral of tangent was, and I didn't know what it was, so I was like, "I don't know this." Because you and I just calculus. moved to the next one. <laughs> well, it's okay, you know. When applied to chemistry, it's nice, but every no. <laughs> it's not. So you just gave this really long answer to the first question on our podcast. Not, and I'm not attacking you over this. Okay, I feel no attack at all. Good. And I gave a very short answer. Now, when it comes to talking like on a podcast, okay, or conversation, or storytelling, whatever, we're having fun, I can be known to ramble and talk longer maybe than I should. But in general, for the most part, I think that I like to, con 
I like to stick to like concise answers, like short answers. Whereas you, I can tell you prefer to explain yourself. I am I am a story weaver, as they say. And that's a good thing. Anybody who's watched my stories obviously knows. <laughs> yeah, I'm not attacking you. Everybody over knows that. a story and a couple of reels. <laughs> yeah, because it makes. I mean, how are we going to do a podcast if it's gotta thirty have seconds long? Tellers, right? Got to have a storyteller. And I think in and right, we got to have someone who's going to keep it. Brief. Clip my wings, as it were. <laughs> if that's what I am, that's what I am. <laughs> More like just a pellet gun taking down a pigeon. <laughs> so you you were asking me. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like about context. Like when I'm talking to people, say at church or at school. Um, I talk to a lot more people at church than I do at school. <laughs> but <laughs> but if it's like I'm talking to people there. Like, everybody knows, especially when I was in high school, I didn't really talk to people. Mm -hmm. All of you listening, if you know me, you're like, yeah, Silas isn't a very talkative guy. He doesn't just, like, walk up to me and be like, hey, yo, what's up, girl? What's I up, guy? What you doing today? You know, we're up here. I think there's like, one person, actually, who I'm pretty sure I heard them say this, that they didn't know what your voice sounded like <laughs> for a long time. Somebody from church? I someone in our sphere of friends probably from church siblings then. friends whatever if you are out there <laughs> hello this is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah well you were asking me before all this about being prepared to answer questions mm -hmm. okay and I wanted to to take it towards like job interviews you know how do you prepare for a job interview? How do I prepare for a job interview? And I am of the type where I like to really plan out, okay, what are all the things that I'm gonna say on this job interview? What are all the questions that they could possibly ask me on this job interview? How do I, like, I wanna get a roadmap of the situation. I've been on a handful of job interviews, I'd say, not like a lot, but, I think more than you. Uh, I've had precisely one. Right. And I so, got it. So I think I've probably had four or five. I don't know. Right. But I'd like to have a roadmap of where I'm going. And the reason why, and I'll tell you the reason why, is because of this one interview that I had that I didn't have a roadmap. And I just came away from that. A broken man. <laughs> Maybe not literally. You know what but... Sleeping at Last says. There's goodness in the heart of every broken man. But you don't know that because you don't listen to him. No, I don't. That's, That's okay. another story. <laughs> but, okay. So, this is... I'll give you the timeline. Okay. So, in January of this year... In Yero. De before the dark times of... Antes el COVID. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's with the Spanish again? This, es para mi, uh, second trabajo, week in a row. Okay, es importante. Uh, se dice? Multilingual. <laughs> it's my fake Spanish that I sort of I forgot I since the time I lived was. in Mexico. Okay. I tried to do an accent, right, right. and people in Mexico were like, 
I don't remember what I don't honestly remember if they liked my accent or not. I I did have this one. I'll let you finish. I did have this one lady <laughs> who was like, I was talking to her uh, in my normal voice, which I guess is maybe just a little bit deep. Maybe I don't sure. know. But she was, but that seemed to be what her indication was. And she goes, cantas, which means you sing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, see. Sí. I was like, I mean, you know, just, you know well, well, what can I say? I mean, <laughs> you know, the singer chose me. I didn't chose the singer. Yeah, you know? I'm a baritone. <laughs> I'm, you know, we know I'm a falsetto. Okay. Everybody yes. who has walked by the sound booth when uh, Not Today by Hillsong mm. is playing knows that i just don't hitting those notes don't don't give them a demo today but i will yeah, not i Silas need a back can track. slip into that head voice need like, a, i definitely need a back like track. a hot butter through knife what <laughs> what can i say so anyway failures well shredding yes <laughs> that is an accurate description of this interview i got shredded okay absolutely, <laughs> absolutely shredded to pieces so, um, January of this year, it was actually the end of December, because I had passed the Fundamentals of Engineering exam, FE. which is the FE exam, which is like the <coughs> exam that you take in the last year of school, if you're an engineer, it just means, hey, you're going to be an engineer one day, <laughs> this is a test speaking. that you need to take on your path to be an engineer. Okay, it's just a lot of things that you learn in school um so i had just taken that and i had passed it and now i applied for my first job because i said i can apply for it now because i can show hey i passed the fe exam this is gonna look good for me so i applied for my first job and they called back uh within a, a day or two after i applied and i set up an interview for like the following week and so I had been on one previous interview for an internship and that interview was very casual conversation. Tell me about, you know, what you learned in school. Tell me about what you're looking for, what kind of job uh, you see yourself doing. A little bit of a little conversation. All right. Pretty friendly. Nothing to trip me up. But uh, so I so I go into this interview and I'm not thinking about what, I am thinking about what uh, could they ask me, but I'm not going to great lengths to study for this interview. I kind there of- There is no uh, like technical aspect that you are preparing no. for as for like, what would you do as an engineer in this situation? Like, I know what I'm gonna say when they say, tell me about yourself. I know what I'm gonna say there. I'm not gonna mess that up. I know what I'm gonna say when they say, what kind of, you know job are you looking for or something you know i i know like kind of the basic questions and responses that, that i'm going to give but i wasn't prepared like you said for any technical aspect so go in to this interview and sit down with first the hr person and have just a little conversation blah 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 get done all right now the senior engineer comes in the room okay <laughs> everybody tenses up and hush falls over the crowd friendly guy nothing nothing wrong or anything starts chatting with the easy questions first within like four to five minutes we move into the 
big stuff. All right, the important stuff. He starts asking me technical questions about reinforced concrete design, okay? All this stuff that I learn in school, I know like you don't know any of this stuff, but like how to design concrete beams and columns for moment, shear, compression, like all these things that has a lot of theory behind these equations. And he's asking me about these things, asking me about what is the theory behind this, derive this equation for shear for me. And I'm just like, uh, I'm doing my best to remember how to do these things, but it's a train wreck. <laughs> and he kind of knows that he kind of sees it but still for for about 20 minutes we're going through this and it's just i'm getting shredded and i'm just like oh this is bad i know this is bad i think there's something to be said about a person who has the i don't know if you did this in that situation it's not necessarily it's not bad if you didn't do this and it's not bad if you i don't think it's bad if you do this but i think there's something to be said about somebody who has the guts to if you're in that situation and he gives you this formula i'm not saying that you should have done this necessarily but this is what i would be like what i would what to be honest what i would hope that i would have the guts mm -hmm. to do because it's the type of person that i would want to present to people to be like this is really who i am like mm -hmm. this is like i'm all about like just honesty just like trying to show the most genuine version of myself that i can if somebody you know was like derive this derive the Boltzmann distribution for distribution of speeds of chemical particles in a gas. I would be like, I would just literally, I would hope that I would say, I'm going to be perfectly candid. I don't remember how to derive that. I came into this interview in a completely different headspace today. I'm going to do my absolute best and you're going to see how I operate on the fly. You're going to see how I adapt to this kind of situation. And it may be good. Well, I didn't see. say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say, but I, I would. I wouldn't say exactly that. But I would hope that I would phrase it more elegantly to say something. I would be concise. Believe me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> believe me. Believe me. Believe me. I would be concise. Not trying to waste your time. <laughs> I would, but by yeah. showing you things that I don't know how to do. <laughs> I would be like, yeah. To be perfectly candid, I was not prepared for mm -hmm. this kind of for this kind of uh, questions. But obviously. You know that I've studied this kind of stuff. I know that I know this kind of stuff. Given a little bit of time to prepare, this is what I would say at the end after I completely bombed any kind of like yeah. thing like that. I would say, I know that I know this stuff. I've gotten to this point. I believe that my transcript and my academic progress of having A's in every single class, except for biochemistry, we don't talk about biochemistry. <laughs> As I'm interviewing at a pharmaceutical company, I'm like, I did get a D in biochemistry. <laughs> So thank you for stopping How by. How did you get a degree? <laughs> like, well, you know, I just, you know, yeah, well, what can you I can say? You can buy anything yeah, online. You can buy anything online. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say. say, I didn't say that. I, I did say something along the lines of, I forgot how to do this. You know, I don't, I don't remember the equations, but I did do my best to derive the equations. I did show everything that I do know. I wrote it down and showed what I did know, but I didn't know. I made an assumption on and said, here's here's where I would go next. I just don't remember how to get there. Uh, and so that's what I that's what I said. And yeah. it, I mean, he wasn't like, you are a failure. <laughs> he was just, he was like, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that if that's, 
he's a senior engineer. I'm sure, I guarantee that he's interviewed people like that before. And mm-hmm. he's had even, it feels like it was, and maybe it felt like it was so horrible that day. But like, I'm sure he's had like completely like just obliterated people who clearly demonstrated they have no idea what engineering even is. I mean, I I was not e- I was not even graduated. I was not in my final semester yet. All right, it was winter break before my final semester. Okay, and I'm interviewing for a job, and there's technical questions of you know high high degree of complexity. And I was like, yeah, okay, here's what I know. Here's what I don't know. But that was one instance of I had to think on the fly, how am I going to answer this? And I don't know the answer to it. And I don't want to lie. And I don't want to just make something up. Well, you can't lie. It's it's He's going to see right through it. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to be like, this guy is going to design a bridge and it's going to fall down. It's like, right, derive the equation for the the sheer moment of reinforced concrete. And you just write E equals MC squared. It, yeah, it was it was not a pretty thing that happened, but it still ended with him saying, I'll think about it. I'll let you know. And I thought through, you know, the pandemic hit and then it sent everything in a spiral. But I left that interview on a good note and followed up with that him a few times, point. followed up with him a few times. And he said, hey, I'm, yeah, I'm still considering hiring you just need a little bit of time to think about it need a little bit of time to think about how we would work out where you'd go what position and everything so it was like huh like i didn't completely fail (laughs) so and then so that was that changed me entirely (laughs) because the next interview that i had because i applied for other companies too the next interview that i had I studied for, I didn't have that much time to prepare to study because I only got notice from the time that I got the call back to the interview being set up was only I remember like two it was like days. a Monday or, or it was like a Sunday yeah. or something and your interview was Wednesday it was or like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was only two or three I days. So I didn't have a lot of time to prepare, but it was, it was okay that it happened so fast because it things things were working out well. They just... It happened to snowball happen gets rolling. Quickly. What you gonna do? It's gonna. It's not a something bad that along the way, but quickly, you like, know, you gotta make sacrifices. Yeah, but I studied so. <laughs> I tuned you out for a second. <laughs> what did you say? I said snowball gets rolling. It's gonna kill a couple of people, but you gotta make sacrifices. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure okay <laughs> um where was i i wasn't killing people with snowballs you were ready to just completely show this guy that you knew how to derive all kinds of shear and inertia so i studied my tail off okay for these two or three days leading up to my next interview and i knew inside and out everything that you could ever want to ask me about any of the courses that I had taken related to the job position that I was applying for. Okay. So I was, I was ready for anything. Okay. In addition to the basic, tell me about yourself and all that jazz. So I, I knew the soft questions and I knew the hard questions. 
and I knew how to navigate each one. Interview comes and they don't ask me any technical questions. <laughs> they just wanted to know about me. You can just coast through that. They just wanted to know about me, how how I was personally and how I was like my work ethic and how I would fit in the company. Make sure you're not a psychopath. They wanted to know a little bit of technical stuff, but yeah. nothing nearly as complex as the first interview I had. And there was the the I feel like the only difference there. Um, or I feel like the reason for the difference isn't because one one was better than the other, because. The second interview I had was more gauged towards how are you going to be able to work and do your job now that there's a pandemic. So the the tone changed from how are you going to be able to do your job, you know, tell me about the technical stuff to how are you going to function now that there's a pandemic going on. You're like, man, I'm a homeschooler. I've been struggling to function my so whole life. I pulled, <laughs> yeah, I brought up homeschooling. Yep. And I said, I've been doing the work from home situation since I was in kindergarten. I tell you, there's something about people that are just older than us, like people who are in their 40s or 50s that we're interviewing with or that we work with. When Whenever I've told anybody yeah. that I was homeschooled, they're always like, wow, <laughs> like, that's amazing. You're normal. And I'm just like, I know. I, and I'm here. I know. I know. <laughs> please please no but really i truly am like very modest about it you know when it happens yeah i'm like please like no really. but that was that was one thing i had prepared everything except for that and because i was so prepared and everything else on my interview i could answer it on the fly and be like and you it's know, the type of question hmm. that you've been asked a lot because you talked about homeschooling a lot a little bit on this very podcast actually while we're at it i'd like to take that time to give a mention to our sponsor <laughs> we don't have legal legal <laughs> The return of legal eagle. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I like I like to prepare out my interviews, but I'm not incapable. I'm not afraid to just do things on the. I'm fly. not afraid of anybody. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I just I feel like I I feel like I gave hope to some people listening who have struggled with their interviews, who struggled through those times where they've just been absolutely shredded <laughs> they don't know what to do listen you can do this i'm not going to say the cliche <laughs> on interviews go ahead and leave your uh <laughs> most terrible interview experience that you've had time you just got completely <laughs> shredded uh i'm just kidding you don't have to do that if you're uncomfortable with it that's fine you can just leave any kind of comment that says like hey you guys you know you're you, you guys kind of suck but that's fine you know, whatever you want to do. So I want to know from you. Again, shooting from the hip. <laughs> I want to know from you on your <clears throat> next job interview because I doubt that you're going to be a tutor for your career. Uh, while I love doing it and I, 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 there is something about it that like is just everybody hates a teacher. Everybody loves a tutor. That's what it is. Okay. Mm. I would love to, you know, in some semblance be able to do tutoring, you know, not not forever not like never stop but i mean return to it at some point you know and just be like hey like you know because a lot of the people that i work with a side hustle yeah a lot of people that i work with they were like you know professionals in the industry and or at, at the very least they're like you know they're they 
have like you know competence when it comes to <laughs> to chemistry and then they're 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 now work as tutors and i'm like you know see this is great it's like for those of us that don't necessarily want to have like the pressure or time to put in to become an actual professor or a teacher just or just don't have that desire tutoring is a great option for us now on my next job interview i'm going to be very very prepared with um something that i always like to technically prepare myself with mentally i have very little experience with job interviews i've only had one really because the, the one job that i have <laughs> and um i'm going to be very prepared about like the specifics of the company or what the company is all about what the company's aspects are things that are good about the company that i see sort of those uh, more like uh you know intangible like culture things corporate speak a little bit but i'm gonna be very uh clear to avoid corporate speak because i hate corporate speak it's disgusting man if there's one thing i would like to stamp out on this earth not really because i mean it can be helpful in some scenarios i guess you know like but the point is that i would be very like you know attuned and in in line with uh at least knowing what the company is about what i'm about what i can present what i can bring i'm always always any any time that i'm in like a social situation even a professional social social situation <coughs> wow i just inhaled <laughs> all my spit <laughs> Any any kind of a, a social situation, even if it's like professional, like when I'm tutoring a student, for example, if I'm like tutoring a student, for example, um, you know, I, I still maintain that degree of professionality of like I am working and representing the college, obviously, by tutoring the student and stuff like that. But I always try to have like a fun, like charm if you will not that i'm trying to like seduce my way and that's not what i mean by charm i just mean you you know what i'm talking about when i say somebody is charming you know what i'm saying you know you can think of somebody who's they like have that's charisma. a very right that's a charming person like you know not necessarily in the sense <clears throat> of like oh wow like that's a very char like i'm a like if i were a woman they would say oh that's a very charming man like mr darcy is so charming not that i'm talking like just like somebody has that charm where it's like you know they're just they're very pleasant to speak to yeah. they you know Listen. he tells very subtle very quiet little jokes that's just kind of like you know not like over the top not inappropriate not offhanded just like you know fun quirky guy yeah that, that's what i would like to represent that... myself as that is half the battle there because people can hire a genius and employ a genius and the genius knows everything about what they're supposed to do and does it perfectly but they're really bad at talking to people they're really bad at communicating they're really bad at interacting in the workspace right so if you can do if you can do that if you can be a good employee yep. on the softer things communication skills and ability to your, learn yeah what's your personality what's your approach towards your work mm -hmm. then it it still matters what you know technically yeah but you can be taught what you don't know exactly there's one thing no one yeah. goes on these entry-level job interviews that you and i have right that this is the season that we're in 
no no one is expecting us to know right how to do everything there's going to be on the job training that's a given thing and just learning in the process down the road right down the road right uh, down the road <laughs> <laughs> down the road in our later years when we're seasoned when we have 10 15 years of experience then people will expect us to know technically right virtually everything that we need to know right and Mm -hmm. we will because we'll have 10 or 15 years of experience right right and they'll also care about how how do you work with other people and we'll just have 10 or 15 more years of experience yeah but we already have those skills now now so we don't have to learn those skills over the next right. 10 to 15 years. We can just build upon them. Yeah. I tell you, there's one thing that is corporate speak that it's corporate speak, but I have adopted it and I, cause I really like it. Uh, it's very thoughtful of you, Silas. And it comes <laughs> from BC. It comes from Broward college. And, um, it's the, the BC has one of their slogans is the commitment to lifelong learning. Mm. and i was like and i first heard that i was like that's i was like that's so cheesy i feel like i've heard that from fau just i was like it's flavor. the like it's the it's it's a com- i get it it's a college i get i get it you it's a very on the nose guys it's a college and you're committed to lifelong learning i get it i got it and they have you know graduates who are in their 80s and 90s and also graduates who are like 17 how the heck do you do that <laughs> but you know they have all this stuff and it's like great great i got it but then like I'm like now I'm like man that's like that's gonna be like one of my things that when somebody asks like what's your best quality I'm gonna be like maybe not word for word but basically my commitment to lifelong learning that if there's something that I don't know I can research it I can learn it and I can figure it out to the absolute best of my ability and that's pretty good. I feel like there's a saying out there that some it goes something like the day you stop learning is the day you stop living. I don't know. It's pretty cheesy, but it it has a point. In other to words, it. yeah, learn or die. <laughs> I mean, hey, I wouldn't look, put it like that. Analy- but... Analyze what he just said. In other words, it is le- learn or die. <laughs> Silas, our viewers don't analyze things. They're not chemists like you. I'll analyze it. <laughs> with science (laughs) yeah well uh, the point is keep learning 